The donkey has more revelation. The donkey could see, but the man couldn't see. <laughs> he could read the signs, and he stopped yeah. them from going through. So, you know, every time that things don't necessarily go our way does not mean that God is against us. Sometimes we think, oh, well, it didn't go my way, so God's That's not like, with me. Yeah. No, you. we don't know God, the fullness of God's thoughts and his intentions toward us. So, you know, sometimes we get so dependent on one level of something, but God has the greater level yeah. of that thing, and we have to grow into maturity to receive that greater level and not just be content or be confrontational with God because we're not getting things that we want when we want them. And get it done. When we want the time frame, mm -hmm. because a lot of time we want this thing to done in this time frame and it's not within the time of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Just think about any process cooking. You want the food in five minutes, but yeah, it but takes 45 minutes. minutes. No matter how you try to <laughs> You're excited. You hear that there's a baby coming into the family. Well, you got to wait the process of the time, the yeah. 40 weeks. Yes. You can't just say, oh, I'm so excited. Let's get that baby out at, at week 15. No. That doesn't work like that. Yes. So same with God. We have to be able to withstand the process of time, knowing that it's for our betterment. Yes. That God has something more better yes. than we have even imagined. And, and that's why... We wait on the Lord. The Bible says, wait on the Lord. Wait, I say. <laughs> it's in, in, in that verse, it says, wait on the Lord. And then it goes back and says, wait, I say, on the Lord. And be of good courage while you're waiting. Don't wait and complaining and grumbling. Right. You, you know, have some joy mm -hmm. in the waiting mm -hmm. season. Okay? Yeah. Because it's a prophetic clock. Just like yesterday we were in Jeremiah chapter 29, and they were in captivity, and there was an expiration date to the captivity. There was a preordained date when the captivity was going to expire. Yeah. And God said during that time, build houses and live with them. Plant the fields and eat the fruit of. So God doesn't want us just, you know, vainly waiting and just being so frustrated during the wait. We're to enjoy the wait, yes. knowing that it's working for our good. All things are working for our good on the time scale of God, which is different than the chronological calendar of the world. What God has for us is being is being matured, is coming into the set time, to the set season, to the full fulfillment of it. God doesn't take shortcuts. We like to take shortcuts. God doesn't take shortcuts. He puts his all into everything that he is doing. He put his all. When he created you, he put his all into it. When he wrote the vision concerning you, he put his all into it. God's put everything he made in his own image. Think about that. We're made in his image and in his likeness <laughs> for great exploits yes. to establish his kingdom yes in the earth realm we've been entrusted with this mandate to establish his kingdom thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven and there was a conversation between jesus and the pharisees and jesus told them he said look the kingdom of god doesn't come with observation only that the kingdom of God is within each and every one of us. So we have to get rid of the spectating, observation, observ observing spirit, a spirit of observation, and begin to do what God has called us to do. We have so much knowledge stored up, but what are we doing with it? Knowledge doesn't become wisdom until you begin to do it 
and you get the hands-on practicality of it where you begin to handle it. You know, sometimes we know so much, but we can't do anything with it because we're not operating in the level of wisdom. We only have knowledge. And when we have, once we have the knowledge and we begin to practice it and do it, we have the understanding to be able to carry it out, practical application of the knowledge, then that becomes wisdom. We know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it based off of all the prior. So God is calling us in this season to handle the word, not just hear the word, but, but to handle, handle the word. So we want to look at three scripture. If we are going to build a better life in this season, these are the three scripture that we must adhere to. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. That's a that's number 1. Jeremiah chapter so on this Tuesday we want to go back over it lay the framework to help our make your day count family because we ought to make our day count we are to live a life of significance we ought to live a life of productivity that's what is requires of us by God and we can another time we'll do a teaching on it because God expect you and I to live a life of significance. He expects us to live a life of productivity. We are to be fruitful. From day one, he said, be fruitful. God expects each and every one of us life to be fruitful. We are to produce. God build us to what? Produce. Okay? And let me show you now. So let's look at Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. Okay? For I know the thoughts that I think towards you says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, yeah. to give you a future and a hope. So we have to erase any thought of evil that we have in our head mm -hmm. about God's plan for our life. Mm -hmm. And God is punishing me. We got to erase mm -hmm. all of those thoughts, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. God is not punishing none of us. God doesn't have a plan of evil for none of us. God is not waiting to send us to hell. Oh, somebody got to get that. Yes. That's not what it is. He just tells us in Jeremiah. Now watch what he says in Isaiah 55 verse 8. Mm -hmm. Let's support scriptures. Mm -hmm. We can't just take one scripture and say this is it. It's line upon line, precept upon precept. Mm -hmm. A little here, a little there. That's how you have to know that God is saying. This is the truth of God. Mm -hmm. Because scripture supports scriptures. Okay? Mm -hmm. Look at Isaiah 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, yes. nor are my are your ways my ways, yes. says the Lord. Yes. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So I have to get rid of my own thoughts and my own ways for what God says in Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. In order for me to subject myself, my will, surrender my will and my thoughts unto God, I have to recognize that whatever I come up with, God has a better plan. Yes. Whatever plan I have for my, fu for my future, for my life, God has a better plan. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. He has a what? A, a better, better plan. plan. 
so I should adhere to the better. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of times we don't realize till hind- hindsight, yeah. after the fact. Like we get so discouraged. Oh, mm-hmm. this didn't work. Oh, yeah. this didn't work. Oh, yeah. God must must not be with me, or God doesn't like me, or I messed up, or I made too many mistakes. But when something doesn't come through the way we want, on the timeline that we want, but then we realize later on that if we would have went in that direction of which we had desired at that time, it would have totally threw us off course for what God was doing in our life. You know, so just because things don't go our way doesn't mean that God is not with us. In fact, he's keeping us in the way that we should go. When we're trying to go to the left, trying to go to the right, or when we're locked into something that is not his will for our life, it causes us then to be out of position. Right. It causes us to remain in the place of complacency. It causes us to remain in the place of convenience when he has called us into the covenant place, which is such a much more better place. So we can't be so discouraged and casting our head down. We must keep our head lifted up, keep our eye on the prize. God's intention for us is greater than our intention for ourselves. And how do we receive these desires of our heart? How do we get God to give us these desires of our heart? Well, the answer is the desires of our heart must be the desires of his heart. So our hearts must be meshed together with God. And when our desires become his desires, they're easily fulfilled because we're going in the same direction. We're doing the same thing. The provision of of God is the provision of us. The provision for every man's vision is on the way to the vision. So we just must begin to move in the direction that God is going. The Bible says that he will guide us with his eye. He will teach us. He will train us. He will guide us with his eye. In order for somebody to guide you with their eye, you have to be in a close relationship with them. You have to know what their cues are. You have to know what that look means. You have to understand that. How do you understand that? By time and relationship. Time, relationship, and the experiences that you have together. That's how you can make those nonverbal cues and know what the other person is thinking or know how to move because you've taken the time to keep your eyes on them. Hallelujah. So we go from Jeremiah, right? Chapter 29, verse uh, 11. And we go from uh, Isaiah 55, verse 8. And you could look at nine there. Now, we want to go to numbers, right? Let's look at numbers. Let's look at numbers. Remember, we said God has a what? A plan. And his plan is always different from our plan. I can't force my will upon God. Jesus recognized that, that he couldn't force his own will upon the Father. So, he prayed a prayer, it gets said to me. He says, Father, if it's what? Possible, let this cup pass from me. Because my desire is not to go to that cross. Let the, let the pain of that pass from me. Let the suffering of the cross pass from me. I don't want to go to Calvary. And then Jesus realized, Isaiah 55. Verse 8, he says, let but, he says, thy will be done. He says, Father, I will, what? Surrender my will for your will. Let your will be done. 
Let your ways, in other words, be done. In what? In my life. Let my life be what your plan is. We pick up, boy, we running out of time. <laughs> we want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday morning at 10 a.m., 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321 638 0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Daryl Evans. Your passion for Jesus will be inspiring to others, so keep listening to today's modern worship on WMIE 91.5 FM. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time podcast and radio show. We're so glad that you've taken the time to tune in and join us. My name is Christian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and I'm super excited to be hanging out, reading the Bible with you, hanging out, doing life with you. This is awesome. I love the Word of God, and I love that it changes our lives. It's as simple as it is. Literally just reading the Bible every day will transform your life. It doesn't make sense, but it works. Today, I'm joined by Isaac Eberts, who's helping host with me. What up, Isaac? How you doing? Good. How are you, Pastor Christian? It's good to be back again yeah. Yeah, guys, with this you is hosting. great. Absolutely. We just had an incredible week at summer camp. It's always an amazing time of the year. You can stay tuned on social media just to see, you know, some great videos and photos of all, all of that. But it was an incredible time. Yeah, for sure. If you guys want to stay connected with us, make sure you follow us on social media at East Coast Christian Center on all platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, if you have not already downloaded the East Coast app, what are you waiting for? Do yeah, it. Do it right do now. It. The East Coast app is the absolute best way to make sure that you are staying plugged in with everything that's happening. We have morning breath episodes. Maybe you're listening to uh, an episode. Maybe you're listening to this episode from the app. I I personally um, listen to all morning breath episodes from the app. It's the best. You can get the chapter list so much. And also, you can get everything else East Coast related. You can... uh, look up service times. You can see what events are coming up. You can look at past sermons, messages. There is so much on the app, so make sure you download that. Also, you can call our offices at 321-452-1060, and one of our lovely receptionists will love to take care of you and help you with anything else that you might need, and they can email you or mail you with anything uh, that you need here at East Coast.